Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Good Tuesday morning, folks. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. It's just chilly outside. Jacket didn't work for me yesterday. I haven't gotten out the heavy coat yet, but I think it's coming soon. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is still out there driving the bus. Clayton, what's going on? Uh, good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Yep, yeah, uh, first day back in school for the rest of the kids today. So, uh, yeah, there they you. were not excited, to say the least, so. There you go, poor little children. Just torture them by sending them back to school. It's awful. <laughs> All right. Uh, and regular special guest dude on Tuesday's favorite son, native son of Columbia, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School, Ron Hart. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right. And we got a couple of uh well, we got friends of the station. Both both are friends of the station and frequently on with us. Uh, first of all, Jerry Bridenbaugh, who is the chair of the Murray County Republican Party and also a member of the Murray County Commission. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, everybody. And, and just as a public service, the Highway 31 raceway is now open. It's paved on both sides. That's so south. That's toward that, Pulaski. That's south of Pulaski. People are now uh, passing on the double yellow line going through McCain's and and uh, new blacktop means everybody can drive ten miles an hour faster than they usually do. It seems like uh, so. Be that, careful out there, people. Yeah, that doesn't sound like it's going to end well. And that stretch of road is notoriously. I mean, all my life, that's that's where the fatalities are. In 31 South toward Pulaski. All right. Uh, also, a member of the Murray County Commission, Gabe Howard. How are you, man? I'm doing well. Good morning, y'all. All right. And Gabe also is active in Republican politics. Ron, I have I left my phone at my doctor's office yesterday, and after we get off the air, I'm going to have to go back and get my phone. But I don't uh, I don't know what I can't look up what you wrote about this week. So uh, fill us in. Yeah, I wrote a little bit about well. A, Going to write about the Gaza Strip situation. You know, Gaza Strip sounds like the, like the worst strip club you'd ever want to attend. Oh Lord, <laughs> no, no, I, I can't put Not those two that. concepts together at all. No, no. 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 <laughs> but yeah, it's a tough one to write about because it, it is so so dire over there. But. uh you know, it's kind of funny how Biden's been tugged by the left part of his party not to, you know, not to support Israel fully in, in Palestine, but. You know, it's a tough one. I mean, I know the media is very pro-Israel. Uh, you know, I'm pro-Israel for the most part, but uh, I mean, this thing needs to end somehow, and I don't, I don't think they're going to end it. It's, it's not going to be pretty the way it ends. So uh, it's hard to fight Hamas when there is a political party within a, a country in such a poor country anyway they control. So you know, the left calls the you know what Israel does to, to Gaza and to the Palestinians. Uh, Apartheid, kind of fence them in and letting them, you know, control them a lot. But uh, you know, if you have an enemy like that, that's not, you know, that's basically what you're going to do. It's a religious war, and it shows you what happens with religion when you kind of take it to extreme. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, as I've been saying uh, for a week or so, or even longer now. I mean, th- this does not go back to last year or even 1949. It goes back 
to you know Ishmael and Isaac uh, and the Crusades and the Crusades and even further back than the Crusades. It's still the same war. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York has joined us. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Mr. York, I know you've got your take on what's going on in Israel and Palestine. Uh, and uh, uh, you've sent me several things over the weekend about that. Uh, what's your thinking on it these days? Well, somehow, and I don't know who's going to stop it, but uh, it needs to stop. And I know there's a history and all that, but we are in modern times. And for the sake of humanity, people need to be respectful of each other. I know that's a hard pill to swallow, and I know it's hard to do. It's not an easy job. You've got two contentious forces living next door to each other, and they have their their ideologies and their religion. And uh, it, it's just something that's very difficult uh, to create a peaceful situation in uh, when the terrorists actually control another country in it's kind of like the, the Taliban in Afghanistan. Uh, so it's it's hard to deal with, and I don't know what the outcome's going to be. I hope we don't get involved in it too deep. But knowing the history of this country, we probably will. This morning, well, I think even even David Petraeus this weekend on sixty Minutes, who was you know seen in the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, he 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 said we don't we don't have an appetite for another one of these. We go if we do another war. We need to have a clear agenda, and and, and a clear uh, concern about what goes on. And again, we got so many things going on with us. I, I think most people feel like we don't need to get involved here too much. Yeah, but there's that's not the sentiment of the whole country, Ron. You you know uh, there there's a strong pro-Israel sentiment in this country, and uh, there's it, it there's Palestinians that live in this country. They live all over the world and. The whole thing is, I don't know how you profess to to be religious, and yet you do all these things that they're doing. The atrocities that Hamas did was was, was weird, and the stuff that Israel does is weird also to put those people in that kind of predicament. So yeah, both sides got to give, and I don't know if anybody's going to step, step back and say, well, we need to correct this, and we need it's, – it's to a point where they're not – they're, they're too far and too deep in with their rhetoric and their actions, and they're going to continue to do things until they just destroy each other, it seems. You know, here's an idea, though. If, if, if you're Hamas, don't go in and kill people, take hostages, and decapitate babies. If you don't do that, we're not even talking about this right now. So... There's consequences to actions, and you know, unfortunately for for the people that were put in harm's way, they were put in harm's way because of the actions of Hamas. Period. Yeah, yeah but Clayton, you, they have to figure a way how to get Hamas, not make Palestinian people as a whole suffer for the things that a radical group does. Just like well, we do in this country, we got a rule of law. We punish those that do things. Well, the Hamas is a bunch of cowards who's using these people as human shields. I mean, it is what it is. And it makes their power more when they show this human shield, they show these babies getting killed that help. Apparently, their popularity has risen in Gaza. 
with this thing. Uh, the Trump because effect. It, it, yeah, they hate Israel so much. They bombed somebody. It's, Israel's got a problem. You can't strategically bomb a whole city. You know, if there's a building with 17 stories, there's one Hamas guy in there. You take out the whole building, you're going to get a lot of collateral damage. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Ron. Not, not being anti-Semitic, but when they bomb the whole building, and, and think of the years that this has gone on, when kids grow up in that situation, certainly they're going to be radicalized uh, when they gr- become adults, when they have to deal with that situation on a regular basis. And, you know, yep. there's no easy answer to the whole problem. Uh, if, you know, you can't tell them, just put your weapons down and quit. Nobody's going to quit. They haven't for thousands you of know. years. All right, the, on a separate subject, well, I got all you guys, but got these two folks, uh, Jerry and, and Gabe, who are involved in Republican politics here in Murray County. Uh, representative Andy Ogles, our 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 uh, representative for District Five, this area, uh, he has stated publicly several times, "No more funding for Ukraine." Uh, and my surmise or my feeling is that sitting here in southern middle tennessee is that by far the majority of people here are do not want to be involved anymore with the ukraine war they don't want to be in any war that goes on forever that doesn't have a defined goal uh and they don't even really see what uh we might be we're not fighting yet but we are supplying huge amounts of money and arms and whatnot to ukraine and they really don't see why we should be doing that i heard uh Senator Marsha Blackburn, whom I support and will support for re-election, but she was trying to keep her foot in both sides of the of the <laughs> issue this morning by saying that, well, she wants to fund Ukraine and she thinks Putin's evil, and that's a whole other subject. Why? I mean, that Cold War mentality, you know, the Cold War's been over a long time, folks, you know. Putin. It's never stopped, Dale. It's never stopped. Uh, Well, it's been over a long time. And uh, the Russians are Russians, and they got aspirations, hopes, beliefs, you know, wishes for their future, just like any other people do. But... Yeah, but Dale, one of the things you just said, people don't want, don't support the uh, continued effort to help Ukraine. People need to find out why it's important to help Ukraine. Don't take the news media's word investigate for themselves and find out why it's important to support ukraine here come the democrats or warmongers position here and uh and that's and, not warmongering that's protecting democracy if yeah. you if you look at the depths of what they're doing but yeah and mr york i mean i'm sorry here you are saying you know support ukraine to the max but well, when but, is a Republican going to say support democracy? I hadn't heard that and, in a while. And then democracy. No democracy. What, what do you mean yeah, when you, you say that? You don't know what you're talking mean. about. Yeah, what are you talking And then at the this same is, time, though, you y'all need to rethink that. I know, I know that's y'all's focus group thing you say, but it means nothing. What's y'all? I, I'm, you know, I'm an individual. Democrat. Y'all. I, you know, I support. The Democrat a, thing. Well, it's a threat well, to you democracy. You can call me a, a Democrat. What does that actually mean? Why don't you? Why don't you? You don't even know what it means. Well, no, democracy and, is a free country and, and, I, that, that is doing business in 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 their own country and taking uh, care of their own people, and then you have a dictator that tries to take control of that country. That's what I mean about supporting democracy. United I'm talking about I'm talking about Putin. Putin had no business going into uh, Ukraine and taking Crimea and all of that area. Should have left Obama. it alone. Obama didn't do anything. 
Obama ain't got nothing to do with this, Ron. He took Crimea under Obama. Read history. Took Crimea. I don't care when he took it. He had no business (laughs) taking it. Who cares? He he encroached upon a sovereign nation and took their property. Oh, gosh. We haven't done that in Afghanistan. If they were not so corrupt, they would have been in. They weren't so corrupt, they'd been in NATO. It's a corrupt country. It's an ATM for politicians, Democrats and Republicans. This is a corrupt country, too. Yeah, you give aid to the Palestinians, at least, instead of giving it to the people who need food, they use the money to make... They're trying to give aid to the Palestinians. They they use the money to make weapons and build bunkers and whatnot. In Ukraine, the money goes out the back door in suitcases. I mean, You have no idea what what the real uh, deal is. Gabe, Jerry, do y'all have a sense of where the people of Southern Middle Tennessee stand? Well, Andy has a good after hearing him Saturday night and talking to him on a few occasions, he has a good pulse, a good finger on the pulse of the people in his district. I agree. And and I think he's he's doing what the people of his district want him to do. Uh, anytime you get involved in international politics like this, it's deeper than just the surface level that we talk about here. Uh, Ukraine is one of, if not the largest grain producer in the world, and for Russia to get a hold of that and control it obviously is detrimental to the United States' interest. But on the other hand, we can't keep funding them year after year, month after month, day after day without a clear, decisive mission. But regarding Andy and his position, I think he he is um, representing the interests of the people of his district. I, I agree. Gabe, you got any feel for it? I, I think at the end of the day, if there's not a plan, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to get behind something with no clear plan, no clear direction. You know, we don't just have an open checkbook to keep printing money, delivering money. Um, I think we should be there for our ally partners, but I think at some point you gotta, you gotta roll the sleeves up and say, we need to get a plan or we need to get out. I think it's as simple as that. I can't agree more, and I think that's where the people of Southern Middle Tennessee are. And I think Marsha Blackburn this morning, uh, is I, I love her, but on that issue, I think she's a little out of touch with Tennesseans. Let's take a break and come back. I'm not here. Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. 
Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Dr. Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Has your back been bothering you for years? Can't play golf? Pick up the grandkids? Garden or exercise? Tried everything and nothing works? Call the Dr. Gill Center. We have successfully helped tens of thousands of patients in Middle Tennessee, and you could be next. Call 615-880-9774 and ask about our $49 special. That's 615-880-9774. Because back pain doesn't need to be a way of life. Call me, painfree.com. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm.
Three dudes for the view. I'm dude number three, Delph Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris has parked the bus and entered the building. Hello, Clayton. Good morning, Delph. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Delph. Good morning, everybody out there. I got an announcement when you after you introduce everybody. Okay. No You're problem. switching parties. No, no, no! I thought that's where you were going with that, Mr. No, he was hanging out with a lot of Republicans last night. The definition for threat. There were some Democrats in audience. I wasn't threat to democracy. All right, Ron Hart, favorite son, native son of Columbia, seventy-seven graduate, Columbia Central High School. Hello, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Good morning. Also got some information too about Columbia. I found out. I think after Mr. York goes, I. Tell you what I heard yesterday about something coming to Columbia. Okay, good deal. Uh, Jerry Breidenbaugh, chair of the Murray County Republican Party, member of the Murray County Commission. How you doing, man? Good morning, everybody, on this beautiful fall morning. And Gabe Howard, uh, also a friend of the station, uh, active in Republican politics, member of the Murray County Commission. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Good morning, y'all. Good to see you. All right, Mr. York, you first. What's up? Yeah, okay. the Tennessee Achieves is a mentoring uh, program that is across the state of Tennessee to help young people in high school uh, to get directed toward two-year or either uh, or tech college. And a program, uh, I think, so, that's had a lot of success, and right. it's done great so, things. Yeah. So they need mentors, and and I'm uh, holding the audience to say if you have some spare time, it's not a lot of work. You just help youngsters get their feet on the ground, fill out their forms, just encourage them and, and help support them. They do the work. You don't do the work for them and help their families at, uh, to to get eligible for the program, either two-year college, four-year college, or trade school. Yeah. So it, it, we need mentors, and I've got a number here if you want to write it down, 309-945-3445. Three four four six. That's three zero nine nine four five three four six six. That's mm-hmm. Tyler Ford. He's the director of the program. Tyler Ford, and we need approximately thirty three mentors in the Murray County area right now. And as I understand so, it, yeah, it doesn't t- take a lot of time to be a mentor. Essentially, what you're trying to do is to help a young person. Just you know, just to give them a little encouragement to make the effort to go ahead, apply for college, get the necessary scholarships for at least in Tennessee for the first two years are abundantly available. And uh, just to just to talk to them about it, keep them moving, keep them on track, and get them on uh, to uh, uh, the college of their choice, fully fully funded, hopefully. You know? Yeah. The only thing the mentor has to do, encourage them, uh, with that program, there's eight hours of, of- uh, community service work so you want to make sure the kid the young person does their community service work so they can maintain that eligibility and then they do the filling out of their forms and all of that you just kind of keep like you say Doug, you keep them on on task so that they can remain eligible and then enter college and enter trade or enter the columbia state or whatever two-year institution they want to deal with yeah, just call them up. Have you done your community service? Have you filled out your forms? Just sort of keep them, keep them on track, you know. It's right. not Democrat or Republican. It's a young person who's trying to get their feet on the ground. So uh, don't don't uh, don't go there preaching ideology, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree, Mr. York, and that program, by all accounts, is 
very successful, very worthwhile program. So if you got the, the time, and, it, and uh, as I understand it, it just doesn't take a lot of time. Uh, volunteer to be a mentor for Tennessee Achieves. I, and I imagine you can – I'm sure Tennessee Achieves has got a website of some type as well. Yes, TennesseeAchieves.org. Okay. Or, I mean, or even Tyler Ford at TennesseeAchieves.org. Okay. Ron Hart, what you got? Y'all may know this, uh, a, a golf course uh, development coming to North Murray County. You heard about this? You know, Ron, um, I just have heard something um, actually in my district. I can't seem to find any information on it. Um, yeah. But I was some guys yesterday, yesterday that said that the, the people did the Grove, which is a very successful golf course development up, up north. Of theirs, they're selling the Grove, and they're going to do one in Columbia. They're they're in Murray County, northern part of Murray County. Well, well so you got Graymuir there, but you really don't have a lot of golf courses for a town that's growing like that. And it's not a bad way to you know, preserve land and space, plus have houses, you know. So they 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 act like they got some land tied up in North Murray County. I I would to love to deal. I would love to talk to them, Ron. Um, yeah, because I mean I think you know sometimes I get coined the uh, anti-growth guy, um, and that's just really not that's not who I am. I think that there's been a lot of high density, you know, unrestrained uh, growth that's been going on here in Murray County, and I've been concerned about what does that look like for the future generations here. But I mean, I think I think this sounds great. I think uh, yeah, they're good developers, and they're going they're going to sell the Grove, and they're they're going to do another one down there it won't be quite as high end as the grow they said you know in terms of housing the, the, i think the housing the grow two million dollar houses in, in in that place but they're talking about you know high end but not as high end as the grow but they'll they'll put a golf course and around it they'll build their the real economic value to them are the lots they don't make any, no one makes money on a golf course anymore it's just the lots around it so they're, they're they've got a proven track record they've apparently got some land identified or tied up and uh, that's I, what, what i find out more well. like you know yeah, yeah, please yeah, do. You know. Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, right. he has developed a pretty good system up there. They, they've really developed a golf course in Spring Hill, and I know uh, Pillar Park is renovating. They're turning that golf course into a Lynx course. So, you know, there's going to be plenty of areas to play golf in this area. And I'm sure you'll take advantage of it, Mr. York. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, all right. And, then, of course, Jerry and Gabe are members of the Murray County Commission. They met last night. Uh, Miss York, I understand you were there. Uh, the yeah, I, I, I witnessed the, the killing. <laughs> All right, well, that, that's some pretty harsh words. Let, no, let, let, let's hear joking. let's hear your perspective on the killing. All right, no, the, it, let, it, let's it try to set bad. this up though, where even people south of Mount Pleasant can understand the uh, <laughs> the the. the, the all right. What we're talking about is the in lieu of tax payment agreement with GM with regard to the Spring Hill plant. Now, folks, normally, you know, uh, the tax appraiser, Bobby Daniels, you know, comes out and appraises your home or even your commercial real estate property, and you pay a mill rate, you know, and, and a certain percentage of the assessed value, and that's your property tax. Now, and businesses also pay personal property taxes on their desks, computers, whatever they may have. But super large employers like GM go directly to the counties and negotiate what's called a uh, payment in lieu of taxes. In other words, they don't pay what they would pay if the uh, county appraiser assessed the 
uh, GM plant at its fair market value. They pay a lesser amount. Their argument being we provide all these jobs, uh, these the secondary in- industries, these suppliers, whatnot. So we shouldn't have to pay the full amount in tax. Uh, the agreement with GM was initially made between Murray County and GM in 1985 when they located the Saturn plant here. Uh, it's coming to an end, and the county and GM have been negotiating uh, a way forward uh, to either renew, extend, or terminate the agreement. And I think technically what the commission voted to do last night, and Gabe and uh, Jerry, you can tell me that they voted to terminate the agreement but what they were doing was to terminate the old agreement and to adopt a new agreement which had been negotiated by the industrial development board of murray county with gm Uh, and so the vote last night was to in essence to approve the new uh, agreement with gm for uh, payment in lieu of taxes uh, for the GM property at Spring Hill, and so Mr. York, you say something got killed? What? What? No, nah, I was just joking. <laughs> hey, <laughs> try to get a rise out of game. What happened is, is, is you know, a look more clarity came to the issue as it was presented, Delk, uh, to to cancel that agreement. They have already made another agreement with GM to even move in that direction. So it kind of tied the hands of folks that's new on the commission because they did i guess they didn't understand or or didn't know what had been done prior uh and and like gabe said i have to give him credit yeah the horse was out of the barn and they shouldn't have been they couldn't kill the agreement that they'd already made with a major uh jobs provider but in this new agreement are are benefits that to maintain jobs to maintain uh certain employment level so that the county doesn't suffer if GM decides to move something or do they're going to be penalized so so so, it, so you, it's a good agreement based on the only thing I, I I fault is that the tax rate didn't achieve what I thought they should achieve they they were a little light on that but otherwise it's an agreement that's going to maintain uh, employment in Murray County for some time yeah, I, I think that's Go great, ahead, Gabe. And, yeah. and I'm glad that was recorded. I think that's the first time you ever complimented me, Mr. York. Um, well, you know, I'm trying to help you, wife. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 hey, I, I just think uh, I think it is important to go back and just quickly recap this. Um, in October of 2020, the previous commission um, not only approved, they actually set forth the term sheet to the IDB. They said, um, hey, we also, in addition to, are going to give you the authority to make this deal better. And so at the approval of that term sheet, GM started spending money. And we're not talking about, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. We're talking about billions of dollars. And the expansion of the, the plant, the paint, the, the new paint facility, um, and then further, you know, the Ultium uh, addition. So the the problem here really was the previous commission literally had already approved the term sheet. Then you've got your number one employer in the county that is um, putting money into the community. 
you know, there there are, there's a, a dozen different businesses that are supported by GM. And so I know that this was one of those decisions where you want to be fiscally responsible and you want to say, hey, you want to pay your fair share and, you know, you want to avoid litigation. Unfortunately, this was one of those, um, the train had already left the station. You know, I think as we move forward, I think we'll, we'll we will make sure that any organization that's asking for a pilot, uh, which is a payment in lieu of taxes, meaning it's a fixed flat fee, they're not assessed at a value. There's an agreed upon value uh, because of the billions of dollars that they are, you know. They're given a discount from a regular that, that, regular appraisal. That's right. And How long have they been there, though? This thing's been going on for 30 years, right? Well, well and Ron, again, you got to look at, I mean, I know that's one of the the talking points that I've heard a lot of people say, but they're constantly innovating, adding to, and bringing you know additional uh, changes to that plant. And so, I mean, they could just pick up and go to you know Michigan, which they did. And so, I, I, I want to just take a moment and I want to say you know thank you to the Murray Alliance and um, uh, you know the the IDB, the Industrial Development Board. Uh, for their work on this, I know they took they've been taking some heat, you know, regarding all of this. I think they took a deal and they made it better. Um, and I mean, you couldn't ask for anything more than that, um, you know. And as we move forward, like I said, if there are other pilots, I think we we do have now the opportunity to put what we want to see in that pilot moving forward. So, how much are they paying? So, or how much more? In, in this new deal, so there will be a true up on the agreement. Uh, they will be paying one point two million dollars as a true up because this agreement is actually being backdated to twenty two. And, and not to interrupt, Gabe, it's the latest number I have here is one point six. Okay, one point six. I'm 6. sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, one point six is the true up number. And then moving forward, they're in the $4 million all-in for real property and personal property. Um, you said $4 million? $4 million. Yeah. Wow. And, and then that doesn't, that doesn't even count the battery plant yet, right, Gabe? Well, that, that's, yeah, that, if I can jump in, that's right. The, the one thing that, that we learned last night that I don't think a lot of people knew was the old agreement didn't include the Altium plant. And the only way to include the Altium plant, which will be a separate agreement, was Correct. to terminate the old agreement to institute the new agreement. And without that, the Altium plant sits there, but we're not collecting money on it until another two to three years in the future. So that's a, and, and Gabe makes a good point, the personal property taxes, they're constantly updating, they're constantly putting in new equipment, those kind of things. And the IDB told us last night, and I, I, I believe them, Right after the term sheet that Gabe mentioned was presented to General Motors is when they sunk the $1.6 billion expansion. It, had there not been a term agreement or the approval by the previous commission to give the IDB the, the authority, that expansion may have gone somewhere else. So, so it was. there's a lot of moving parts. And, and just to, to go one step farther, I know there was a lot of angst about, you know, we inherited this, we inherited that. This is one of those projects that transcend uh, the transition of one commission to another. And you just have to be prepared for that. And it was not going to com- be completed with the old commission. We completed it. Not to bring up another sore point, but it's just like the judicial center. The judicial That's center traveled point, yeah, from one commission to the next. Those things happen with 
as to borrow Ron's phrase, those things happen in a democracy. People change. The offices change. And so you move from one to the other, and you have to be prepared to deal with that. The other thing, Jerry, is to catch all that if GM – GM just can't willy nilly move anywhere, and that's I think that's, that's right. Yeah, to maintain jobs in this area, so exactly. for people to earn a living, that's eighty percent. It was, yeah, they, they must maintain an eighty percent employment level of their current numbers at of, the agreement. Yeah, and it was twenty eight hundred and some change, something like that. I think the level is twenty. They must have at least twenty three hundred or so employees working all the time. If it drops below that, they go to the regular tax rate. And and also just want to say, I mean, the vote was not a unanimous yes. It was a very mixed. uh, It was 13 yay, two nay, six abstentions. Oh, wow. I think that's a that's what, a, re- what, that's what, a record record a record on what, what were, the, what were they owe and what were they paying? In other words, if, if fair market value, what were they uh, were they owe twenty million a year and you're, they're paying four? I mean, what, well, what the, I, I think one of the numbers, Ron, that that we continued to keep hearing was five million dollars. You know, so you and they're paying a million six, or they're paying more than that. Well, again, that, that's I think I think there's an assessment conversation here. Um, that has been part of a conversation, but no, the all-in number that we kept hearing was it should have been five million dollars a year. Um, I, Gabe, I'm not sure that's. Uh, let's take a break and come back. But I, I heard that is most, what most. I heard that is right. what the people who were against this agreement thought the fair figure for an in lieu of tax payment was. I have not heard any figure for what GM would pay under a full value appraisal. Yeah, most properties are what one one and a half percent of value a year. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to one hundred one point seven WKOM Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Have you been putting 
putting off maintenance and repairs around your home. This month, Hiller is making it cheaper than ever to get your fall to-do list done. Take advantage of half off your heating tune-up and make sure your family is warm all winter long. And for just $99, Hiller's trusted pros will clear your slower clogged drain. Don't wait until your home's little problems become big ones. Visit HappyHiller.com today to schedule. Happy you'll be or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Three dudes with a view. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Uh, regular guest on Tuesday and sometime other times, friend of the station, uh, native son of Columbia, favorite son of Columbia, uh, 1977 graduate of Columbia Central High School, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. And 
chair of the Republican Party, member of the Murray County Commission, Jerry Bridenbaugh. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Glad to be part of the fastest hour in Murray County radio. There we go. Got that right. <laughs> and uh, Gabe Howard, who's a member of the Murray County Commission and also uh, active in Republican politics here locally and, and beyond. Good morning, Gabe. Good morning, y'all. Glad to be with y'all. All right, I want to hammer out a couple of more things. You know, we've we've covered this, and it's a it's a complex. This in lieu of tax payments by GM is a complicated issue, and it's hard to make it simple. Uh, I, I think, uh, but now, Miss York, you and James Dallas were there last night. Why were you, why did y'all why why did you two Democrats appear? What was your interest? Well, we wanted to see how what action the commission was going to take on the issue. You know, I mean, just basic observance, knowing what your government's doing. Sounds They're like saving jobs, up, huh? Sounds like you ended up being supportive of the commission's actions last night. Well, the, you know that that's true. I mean, sometimes they they do right, sometimes they don't. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot, a lot more right than but, wrong, but, though, right? But I want to see, and that gives me an opportunity, Gabe. I want to see we're saving jobs in this community. I want to see the commission. I know you got some people on that commission who say, "Well, I don't want no concrete all over Murray County," but we've got you got young kids. Dell's got grandkids. They're growing up. Do you want them to get educated? and leave and don't come back or do you want them to get educated and be able to afford a house in this area not low not affordable housing be able to afford a house like everybody else that's moving into this community so mr york educate those people as best you can i know it's hard sometimes to say hey growth is necessary sometimes but we also got to support the population that we're gonna have but what you're gonna have is a desert town well, Mr. York, number one, I, I mean, put concrete all you want in downtown Columbia, you know, and, and kind of come out like a donut. Um, what, what I've been against and what, you know, a lot of others have been against is changing the rural character of Murray County. I mean, urban sprawl is uh, is a real problem, has been a real problem. Um, you know, you hit on one thing I think that's really important to all of us is you know what I would like to see is I would like to see the people of Murray County not have to leave Murray County, you know, to 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 work. Um, we need to be focusing and continuing to focus on um, the workforce development, the economic development. Um, you know what happened out there at the sixty five interchange? That should have been a, a business district. I mean, our people should have been staying here in Murray County, and so. Um, you know, I think I think we're all fighting for the same thing. I think we all have maybe a different idea about what that looks like. Um, you know, and as far to to touch on affordable housing, Mr. York, I don't have an answer for you there. I mean, I think well, I've I'm, read I'm an article. Saying... The average the average price uh, home price here in Murray County is three hundred and seventy four thousand dollars. And that's what I'm talking about, Gabe. It's not the fact that we need affordable housing; we need jobs. To support the housing that's being built because yep. you'll have people moving in taking those housing because people that live here or want to live here can't afford because they don't have the jobs <coughs> that's right that's the right I, I, discussion I, though you, yeah. you, you know the market prices homes based off what people can afford and they afford it based off the jobs they have but they may not be in murray county yeah. And I would I would agree with that. I I worked in Brentwood for six years That's and right. made that drive every morning. And the number of license plates that had Murray County on it going north 
is astounding. And, and that was one of the reasons I ran. It was like, I, we shouldn't have to do Our people shouldn't have to leave Murray County. And, and you drive up 31 and you see all the high-density housing going into Minneapolis and, as Gabe mentioned, off of downtown Columbia and the other places. Those folks are moving here to live, but they're not moving here to work. Mm-hmm. And, and that robs our county of sales taxes and payroll taxes and the other incentives and the other uh, you know things that are not seen. And, and I agree with Mr. York. Uh, again, I've done that twice now the last two times I've been here, and that's really unusual. <laughs> but but I do agree with him. I, 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 the jobs need to stay here uh, for the people that are moving here, and, and that's a, I think that's something the Murray Alliance is addressing, and we need to support that. Okay. That's all good. Now, I, I want to bring up one more thing, uh, and this may be a good thing or maybe a bad thing, but this in lieu of tax agreement, which is was effectively approved the new in lieu of tax agreement which was effectively approved by the commission last night my understanding it's so maybe you're going to have you know 1.2 million dollars where you say is the 1.6 is the true up and then after that four million but it's my understanding in, in year five or six the agreement calls for bobby daniels the uh appraiser of property here in murray county or whoever the appraiser is at that time to come in and uh, reappraise or reappraise the GM plant uh, in Spring Hill, uh, effectively opening up, you know, effectively opening up the agreement again for modification or. Well, I think I, I want to follow back up to a comment that I made when I was referencing okay, the, the five million dollar number. That was kind of the all-in number. That's the real estate property and the personal property. Um, I think that was the hope and desire, you know, of a couple of the members that did resign. Right. And, I think, and, and I think so, that's what some thought was the what GM and, ought to be paying annually. Th- that's but right. It did not reflect a full so, appraisal. Value. So there is a proper process. I mean, this this is something that, uh, you know, happens across the country. Um, you know, Mr. Daniels will, you know, provide that assessment. I am 100% sure GM will push back. I mean, I think. And what year will this be? Is it twenty uh, six? It's twenty twenty six, and I'm uh, I'm glad Gabe mentioned that because I saw that, and I want to go back to what Clayton asked earlier. Okay, the employment Jerry. level must be two thousand three hundred and twelve. If it drops below that, then the in lieu of tax payments are increased proportionally to the job reduction, and so it'll increase by about twenty dollars a square foot for I think every employee that's not there or something. I don't know the exact math, but. In addition to that, and, and Bobby assesses property every four years. I think that may be where you're getting your, your five-year mark, Delk. Okay. But when he does that, and General Motors is going to appeal. We all know that. They always they always say we're well, wrong. It's my understanding but, that, that – and so you're talking about this 2026 appraisal. Right. Uh, but if they do that – then and they appeal to the to the court of appeals or the state supreme court. They have to reimburse the county up to a hundred thousand dollars in attorney fees just to take it to court. So we've protected ourselves against that type of litigation. Um, now, will they pay it? Yeah, a hundred thousand dollars to GM and again, drop G- the bucket. GM will have to a- justify the market rate. Yeah. I mean, there's also a guys. I wouldn't be too scared of them leaving. I mean, I, I know you. I know speak to Columbia and everything. They're they're 170 billion our company. They're not going to leave over a million dollars, two million no, foreign tax. No, I would agree with that, Ron. Yeah, I think everybody's scared of them because they're such a big 
you know, just don't be too scared. I mean, there's a lot goes into that a big plant. They got a lot of sunk costs, labor in that plant. They're they're not going. Anywhere. Well, it take a lot more than that. It's, if they go anywhere, it's not because of that. No, I agree, Ron. But my point is here with this agreement. You know, effectively, we got an agreement to 2026, and then after that, it's all up in the air again. Uh, so. I, I I wouldn't say that it's all up in the air. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that then you know you've got a process in place that uh, that kicks in, and I mean they will have to justify you know any appeal of the rate um, that Mr. Daniels you know submits to them. But well, that's a normal right, process that happens wherever corporations that's, that's are right. in every county. Yeah. I mean, you, you can you could talk to Mr. Daniels about you know different uh, big box stores and apartment buildings and things like that. I mean, that's a normal process. You know, they they appeal that all the time. Well, I understand that they, they value it on replacement value, which would be I'm sure several billion probably for that thing now. All the equipment in there. I mean, you're talking about a, a billion dollar plant. You're well, taxing like the five hundred million dollar plant. I mean, you know, and th- this is just information I've been told by somebody, but that that the representatives for GM have already said, okay, in 2026, you can appraise it for anything you want. But so we're going to pay 50, based on fifteen dollars a foot, not a penny more. You, uh, you know, and that comment's been made by uh, I've heard that firsthand from the person probably that you heard it from, and um, there's just been no. That was an example that was given of a plant in Michigan, that fifteen dollars okay. a foot specifically. Right. Well, that, that's I mean, what, what your appraiser should do is go to other plants they have, they're comparable plants around the country, pull the local that, tax records in Indiana or whatever, see what they're paying. That's there. right. That's right. Okay. All right, y'all. Hey, I got another issue with you, though, Gabe. Before we leave, you know, I'm going to pick on you. Man, right at the end, Mr. York. York. You have 30 seconds. No opportunity for a rebuttal. I'll pass a resolution for $75,000 for lobbyists. 